Hollow head lead dump was This Louis V shit, Virgil designed it I got shot and a few niggas got murdered behind it Yo, Max, you silent You just seen niggas dropping Who ran the yard, who ran the phone, who had the biggest locker Welcome everybody for uh, tapping in today on a Sunday For chopping it up with the conduit As you can see who joined me, my brother Derek Jackson AKA DJAC, um, Strategic Marketing, Media and Partnership Director over at Griselda Records. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, y'all say what's up, DJAC, tell people what's good, man. Man, peace to everybody. Yeah, yeah, that's that's an ill title, but you know what I'm saying? It's like whatever needs to be done that day. Some days is that, some days is something else. Yeah. Some days is this. It's like, you get. I gotta wear so many hats. It's like a title. That uh, I forgot that's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you know how I do. Sometimes, you know, we have to, uh, you know, we have to give people the foundation of, of what it really is. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Even though, you know, we do, you know, wear many hats in, in this game. You know what I'm saying? Word. So I just wanted to put it down right so they know what time it is because, you know, you, you, you're quiet. You know, you move behind. You, you you move behind the scenes. You don't you don't say much. It's just more so your actions. You know what I mean? For so, sure. You know, sure. everybody sees, everybody out front sees. Uh, you know, Gun and they see Conway and they see Benny and they see Keisha and you know everything Super that stars. you know the label is doing. You know what I'm saying? But you know what what I know about you. You know what I'm saying? And what other people know about you, like. <laughs> Yeah, man, you a go getter. So I just wanted to, you know, give the people a little bit of insight of what you do and what you're about. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate you sharing your platform with me, man. And shout out to everybody tapping in that's in tune with the conduit. Um, I'm grateful. I'm humbled <laughs> that all these people want to hear what I have to say. So thank you. Thank dope, you. Man. All right, so let's. I'm, I want to start it off, man. Let's let's start off with your early beginnings on, you know, the east in the east side of Buffalo. Um. Yeah, um, I grew up east side of Buffalo, Cold Springs. Um, for me, my early beginnings was really playing ball. You know what I'm saying? Playing basketball, just going court to court. You know what I'm saying? Buffalo, if you know anything about Buffalo, it's, it's one of the most dangerous cities in America, top three, top yeah. two every year since I've been alive. So, you know doing going hood to hood you know what i'm saying that's that's not something everybody could do right <laughs> you know what i'm saying so yeah that was one of the things that was one of the privileges that i had early on is you know playing ball was able to take me into certain hoods i would never even be in otherwise you know and i would meet certain people along the way um but early on you know it was me my mom um my my father who who's my stepfather but you know whatever Call yeah me Trump, that's 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 the man that was in my life that's who was around um and, and my sisters you know what i'm saying so um i grew up like that just being outside um working class family my grandfather my grandmother they were everything you know, very instrumental in raising me because my mom was working so hard. You know what I'm saying? Like my stepfather didn't come into play until I was about what third grade, fourth grade. So up until then, it was just you know a lot of me, my mom just holding it down. You know what I'm saying? So my grandparents and my family, my aunts and my uncles, that was like 
my 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 foundation, my moral compass. That's where it comes from. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, hopefully, I answered that. that oh, question. you did because it, it did because now I see where it ties in with uh, you know, the experience with the Griselda family. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it it always seems like that every time we link up. It's a it's a family vibe. So, yeah, I guess yeah. that's where it, it it correlates between the two. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, that's that's kind of like where the foundation is, and from there, you know, <laughs> it's a timeline, man, which I'm sure you you planning to get into. So yeah, yeah, you know, definitely the timeline. I just want to say before we 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 dive in, though, like I, I is nobody else that I would rather do this with, as you know, man. Like I I don't really, you know, I'm a background playmaker. You yeah, know what I'm saying? So I don't really do people's interviews. Like yeah. that, I'm not really an interviewer. Like I can prep somebody, I can prep an artist for an interview, I can do media training, I do all those things. Yes. But when it comes to me, like I'm not, I'm not the person to just say yes and do your interviews. You can, you can ask around. I've, I've, I've kind of like <laughs> served a lot yeah, yeah. so far. But like you, it's it's my like from the just from the way we met, it's all organic. So for me, this is just a reflection. So it's I, I'm honored to do this with you, brother. Thank you, bro. Yeah, so we, we definitely going to get into how we met. Uh, uh, people, if you see this artwork in the background, this is uh, very key in how, you know, me and D-Jack met. So um, let's 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 go back to, you know, the early days in Buffalo. You know, you said okay. you uh, played ball. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I know that was uh, definitely carried you to Alabama State. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. But you, turned, you, 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 you decided to make a decision to uh, go back home. So, you know, yeah. what was in that thinking of why you wanted to go back home during that time? For sure. Um, so, you know, initially out of high school, you know, I, w I was recruited to go to Buffalo State originally. That's okay. where I was supposed to be off rip. But Somewhere in my mind, I had it like, yo, I'm going to play Division One. I'm going to find an opportunity. I don't care if I got to walk on. I don't need no scholarship, all that, right? right. So I, I met Coach Jackson at the time. He was like a – he was an assistant coach at the time at Alabama State. But I met him. They had came to Buffalo for, like, just going around to the high schools. And I met him. And, you know, I told him that, that vision that I had. And, you know, he ain't he – ain't, talk down on it or nothing, right? Like, what's the odds of me really going to a Division One school where they recruiting, and then I walk on, and I make it, and then I get right. the scholarship, and then, you know, I, in my mind, that's what I was going to go do, right? right? <laughs> so I get there, and it's complete culture shock. Like, Alabama State is in the middle of the projects, right? Which is most historically black colleges. It's in exactly. the middle of the projects. Yeah. For me, I'm like, all right, this is cool, because I know in this environment, I can, I'll be okay. But the school recommended that you don't even walk to a football game because the football, the camp, the stadium was off campus. And it right. was like, yo, do not walk across campus at night by yourself. So I'm like, all right, cool. So as I was there, you know, different functions, shout out to the Rose. That's a club, in a prestigious <laughs> hood spot. And if you know yeah. Montgomery, I think it closed now, but like, <laughs> It's a it's a legendary place. Like I walk to that place all the time. I don't care. But you know, students would come back like, "Yo, I got robbed," and da da da. And I'm like, "What? Like for real?" Yeah. So, you know, 
that and me realizing once I seen, you know, what the basketball program was bringing, like the third string point guard was like dunking on people. He was from Florida. You know what I'm saying? Like if you ever seen a Florida athlete. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they different. Like, they different. They different. They outside all year round. They don't got no seasons to deal with. They just bred to like be supreme, superb, superior athletes. I was like, oh, no, nah, this is over. I'm running hills in the morning. I'm like, no. I'm not doing that. I was like, I don't love basketball that much no more. Like it's over. I'm 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 18, going on 19. I'm 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 good off that. Like I always felt like my mind was my my biggest strength. It wasn't really. So that in so that in turn got you to go back to Buffalo. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, if I'm gonna be sitting in the middle of the projects going to school, mind you, I transferred with like a, I think my GPA was like a 3.6. Right. When I transferred back, because I was just that focused. Um, right. And my roommate, he was from Cali, who's one of my friends to the closest friends to this day. That's how that's how we met. We were roommates. Um, he was just like a really wholesome dude. He's like one of the best people I ever met. So, you know, being his roommate, it kind of kept me out of a lot of the wild stuff that I would probably encounter or come across. Um, so I was just really focused because I knew I was going to go back home. And the ill part about it is that my mom worked at Buffalo State College at the time. So I knew I was transferring back into a situation where it was like, all right, I'm going to get my education. I'm going to be in and I'm going to be out. Because, like, school, I was like, yo, I don't really need to go to college. But, like, you know, it's a dream of my mom and my parents. Like, yeah. the people who well, raised well, me. It was like, yo, you go to high school, you get your grades, you go to college, you go, you get a good job, you get some benefits. And you do, you know, all that, all those values were instilled in me. Even though, like, <laughs> you know, my, 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 by nature, I was always a rebel, which we'll, we'll really get into, but I'm yeah. like, I can get in and get out. If I go back home, go to school, get the school thing done, get the degree under my belt. I could just do that at home. If I'm going to be going to school in the projects, I might as well go at home where I'm completely safe. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know you're surrounded. Exactly. So that was my whole motivation behind like coming back to Buffalo and just, you know, locking down in Buffalo. And when you got back to Buffalo, you know, as in Buffalo State, what made you, uh, you know, what made you focus on communications? Um, you know what, honestly, is a couple things. The number one thing that made me focus just on finishing school per se is when I transferred back. <laughs> within a thirty days of me being back home, my daughter was conceived. Oh wow! <laughs> Within thirty days of coming back home, that's what that's what was going on. So I was like, "All right, I gotta get this education at least because I don't know where where everything's about to go, but I at least can have this education under my belt, and I, I'm gonna just do it." So that's what made me lock in on like, "Yo, focus in school and get through it as fast as you can." Um, but what made me focus on communications, uh, honestly. Um, that was my major at Alabama State because I just picked a major, right? Yeah. Um, and I saw that like the amount of credits that you needed to graduate from, from a communication program didn't require you to take like trigonometry and all that complicated complex math that you don't need. And like, Yo, it's funny you say that because when I I went to a historically black college as well, University of Maryland Eastern Shore. And when I was picking my major, I was trying to avoid all the math I can. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, that's really what it was. That's really what it was. It was like, yeah, I'm trying to avoid all this math because, like, 
my initial thing, I was like, yo, I want to go for engineering and do a minor in um, criminal law. Right. Right? Right. But I started looking at engineering and I'm looking at all the math. I'm like, oh, nah, yeah. we're not doing that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yo, we're not doing that. Exactly. So the, the least amount of math credits I needed, that's all I needed. I'm like, yo, because I could do math. I'm good with the numbers, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I don't need to be doing like trigonometry and right. figuring out all that other stuff. I'm like, that's not why I'm here. Wow. Um, so I'm like, all right, this will give me the best opportunity to to figure it out as I go. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I was always, you know, you know, of course, like everybody else, I guess, hip hop was embedded in me. Yes. Rap culture everything you know from like having the source magazines um to the slam magazines like this is my culture this is what i'm from you know what right. i'm saying so i always did that in the background so i figured you know communications might be a good way to go to get in behind the scenes and do my thing so that was always my plan from the beginning um and then along the way i would get into like entrepreneurship endeavors so that's how I like landed in communications, bro. Honestly, that's, it was yeah, that's like great because math classes. I'm not doing them. Yeah, yeah. That that's how I was too. I noticed that um because I was going to study for art as well, but then when I noticed that they were adding in engineering classes, so so on and so forth, I was like, all right, let me pick another major. So I went to criminal justice because you only had to use one semester. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, I'm good on the math one semester, and then I can move on. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I already know what you're talking about on that. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, definitely coming out of Buffalo, I, I, you know, Buffalo has some legends, of course. Uh, Rick James, you know what I'm saying? Your <laughs> outfit, of course. And a lot of people don't know, but Christian Layton, you know, comes from, <laughs> yeah. from Buffalo as yep. well. <laughs> I know most people hated him, but you got to give him his props. He, he did his shit. Yeah, so yeah. I want to fast forward because you know, a, a lot of young black men don't hear about, you know, us going to college or aspiring for our degrees and things of that nature when it comes to hip hop. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Correct. A lot of them think it is uh, not say by osmosis, but, you know, that a lot of them really don't think, you know, school can can assist in in, in in helping you what you're trying to achieve. You know what I'm saying? So for sure, I'm, I'm just so glad that we you know, we brought that up in the beginning, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So that they know that there's not one particular path, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. There's many paths to choose from, you know what I'm saying? It's just a matter of how you navigate it, you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, well, I, like I'll say this one thing, not to control your interview or anything, but yeah. like, yes, that is the common misconception, but if you don't know what you want to do coming out of high school, college is the best place to figure it out especially if you coming from the hood or you coming from the jacks or you coming from an environment where your parents had to you know scrape everything together to to, to get by yeah there's ways for you to go to school for free if you just look into them and that's the best place to go figure it out you could do it in, like they they max you out at about five years yeah or you could do it longer i hear people doing it longer but like if you need to figure it out like I'm not saying like some people go to the army, some people go to the Marines and do all that. Like, but listen, like college is the best place to figure it out. Just figure out how to go and not take out all loans just to go. If you can go for free, go for free and figure out what you want to do. Take them internships, 
meet people, shake them hands. You know, them internships, they might not pay, but guess what? The knowledge. You know, relationships is everything, which yes. we'll get into. Relationships is everything, and your IP is what's in your mind. Like, all IP start with people. Everything starting in with people. You know what I'm saying? So college is a good place to figure that out. That's all I wanted to say. Like, I don't shun or shut down no, college. It's no. a great American hustle, but if you use it to your advantage, it's a great American hustle. Well, see, that's what, see, that's <laughs> what we're here for. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to have, you know what I'm saying, some real insights, some gems. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why I had Jazz on. That's why I'm asking you to come yeah. on. You know what I'm saying? I want yeah, college was instrumental. Yeah. You know, give it a, a little bit of diversity, you know what I mean? Which we'll get into, but yeah, you'll, you'll see it'll go back to college every time. Definitely, definitely. Um, all right, let's. I, I want to give the people this story. So, y'all see this this portrait behind me? It was done by my cousin's uh, citizen. He's a you know he's an artist. In 2015, um, I had just got back from uh, Ghana, and um, I was I had just come back from burying my father. But my cousin was like, yo, I need you to go out to VA and pick up this portrait that I got for you, you know, as a gift, because I know that's what you wanted. So I was like, all right, bet. So I get on the Metro, I head out to VA, and I pick up this portrait. And I'm on the train. D-Jack is to the right of me, and he's sitting about two seats down. And he just keeps staring at the artwork. He keeps staring at the artwork. And... And I was like, and then, then I pointed down to it. And of course, when, you know, when two black men acknowledge each other, you know, in public on some peace shit, there's always the peace, you know what I'm saying? The nods up, you know what I'm saying? So, of course, he asked the question, you know, who did it, so on and so forth. And, you know, I let him know. And we happened to be getting off at the same stop, which was over at Shaw Howard University, over there by Howard Theater. And in meeting and talking to DJAC on the train, you know, I let him know that I was, you know, that I had been working with Rock Marciano for a while. And it blew his mind because in turn, he was telling me he was working with West Side Gun and Griselda. So, you know, when they say the universe places right people, you know, along the path and you end up meeting them, trust and believe that's what happened. Because, you know, now me and my brother are five years strong in this off the strength of this painting. That's a fact, man. Off That's the strength of this painting. 100% fact. Yeah, 100%. So 2015, you know, I know you were- uh, Crossroads. You were cross, You were crossing over because, you know, I know you were also big in, in the corporate world as well. Yeah. But you were telling me like, something's about to take off, but we're gonna make sure we tap in and make sure we keep connected. But yeah. I'm gonna keep you abreast of all things. So let's start off in 2015 with GXFR and how yeah. everything started, you know, basically snowballing. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we started, we definitely going to start in 2015. I don't want to get too far sidetracked, side but this is like something in the making that was brewing way before that. Yeah. It's just the universe was putting things into my life. Like you said, you met me at a crossroad. I was in my, in my corporate bag at that time i had the biggest thing that i could probably do for someone like me that's where i'm from right i had just got back from thailand yeah like, i think i had some like some some custom shoes that i that yeah. i made in thailand and all that yeah. and everything but um 2015 
everything starts to kind of take off. Like a few years before that, I, I'm pretty sure everybody watching this is familiar with Camouflage Monk. Yes. Um, that's my brother. You know what I'm saying? Like before they before y'all knew of a Camouflage Monk, I was managing him as a rapper. You know what I'm saying? He was he's from Buffalo. He's from down the way. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And if you're from Buffalo, you know what that is when you yes. say you're from down the way. But like his studio was the spot. Like his, he comes from a musical background. He was bred and born and raised in music. His uncle is a world famous jazz player. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I managed him in rap. He was actually the person that kept telling me that like, yo, you need to meet West Side Gun. Y'all need to link. And I'm like, who is West Side Gun? I'm hearing the name and I'm like, who? And then I saw who it was and I'm like, yo, he rapping still? I knew him from a whole different, I knew of him right. from a whole different yeah. <laughs> walk of life. You know what I'm saying? Know, I just yeah. knew of yeah, him from a different walk great. of life. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, yo, he's in Atlanta. Go figure. I mentioned my sisters. Three out of four of my sisters live in Atlanta. So it was just one summer I was out here visiting my sisters. Um, it was my niece's birthday. And I was just out here, and that's when Monk was living in Atlanta, and they was working on, you know, the Hitler one, Hitler two, you know, because Monk worked on majority of Hitler two. That was, you know, Monk and West just getting there and doing it. My favorites. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just out here at that time, and Monk was like, "Yo, DJ, like, I know you won't be trying to link, but like, listen, you need to, y'all, y'all two need to meet each other," and that's what he did. Like, he put us in the same room. If ever since that day, we've been in contact, you know what I'm saying? So when when Wes was putting everything together, listen, at this time I'm meeting him and I'm know I'm I'm like, yo, he's different. Like he like he ain't regular. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I you know, we started to form a relationship and he's like telling me what he had going on. He invited me over to his crib and you know, that's when we built we built how we built and then after that we just kept in touch. It wasn't like an everyday thing. I was still in DC doing my things. Yeah. He was still doing what he was doing. But of course, the way he was moving, it's like, you're not going to get a play by play from, from bro. You know what I'm saying? Because he moving so fast. He moving at light speed. Yeah, light speed. Putting these, putting these plays together. Yeah. Mind you, at this time, you know, Conway was coming off of what he came off of. Benny was still in the top. So Wes had the vision even at that time and he was manufacturing everything that you see it was the early manufacturing of it. so he's going to new york taking meetings coming back to atlanta going to new york going to philly going here going there every time though i started realizing like yo you coming through dc yo like one day he just hit me and he was like yo i'm gonna just stop like and get some rest you know what i'm saying it's like at this time i'm like yo you got the keys to the crib like yo Whatever you need to do, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's, right. a good, it's some good smoke here. It's yeah. Whatever you need, it's here. Yeah. Stop yeah. here, you know what I'm saying? Get yeah. that rest, because he's driving from Atlanta to New York just to take a meeting for one day. You know what I'm saying? Like, And then coming back, he's doing that frequently. So that's how we built that relationship, you know what I'm saying? And then, you know, fast forward into like 2016, Griselda, him and bro, when I say bro, I mean Conway, they got booked for a show in Boston, Right. I think. Um, and this was like the first show where he's like, it's West Side Gun. He's here. Yeah. Like, yeah, this yeah. is who we, this is, he's here. Yeah. Like, Fly Guy was out at that time. And I think Don't Get Scared Now 2 had just dropped. Right. Yeah. Still very early. But yeah. for me, 
coming from Buffalo, knowing what I've done before this, I'm like, yo, this is this is it. So I, I, you know, I got I hopped in the whip, went to Boston. I'm like, yo, I'm just gonna bring my camera. You know what I'm saying? And I brought my DLSR camera to take some photos. You know what I'm saying? Just to just to mob and, and catch the vibe with the homies. So I did that, and then you know, like a few months later, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like he was like, I just got the call, and Wes was like, yo, I'm. I'm I'm doing this this operation. I'm putting this thing together. Can you move to Atlanta? <laughs> so that's how I ended up moving to Atlanta because I was at a crossroad because I had the, the biggest thing in the corporate world. And then mind you, in the corporate world, I was doing ex, um, executive leadership and entrepreneurship association management. Yeah. So now I'm around the world's top CEO. So now I'm realizing what Wes is putting together. And I'm like, yo, I've done nothing in my professional career but work with CEOs at the highest level, you know what I'm saying? And I see what he's doing. I know how I could be valuable to this situation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that was that was the tipping point where it was like, all right, this is this is what I'm doing. Like this is what I'm doing. So then then I moved to Atlanta, then like that very next month, it's like, yo, we going to New York. We about to go do this deal. Like, huh? Like, all right, cool. <laughs> so that would be, as you know, that would be, you know, the the infamous Shady Records deal, yeah, which, Shady Records changed, deal. which kind of yeah. like changed every, at that point, everything changed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Time. Now, now the works, now the work begins. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's how that happened. You know, that, it's, it's, it's such a beautiful thing because just the way we met, you know what I'm saying? And then the contact that we had kept during that time. Mm-hmm. You know, and just to see, you know, the rise, you know what I'm saying? Just let's let's say, for instance, you know, the three times that y'all came here to D.C., you know what I'm saying? Of yeah. course, the first time that's when Fly God had dropped yeah. and it was it, it, it was like, OK, the real ones know it, 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 it. They starting to get it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Then second time came around. All right. They really starting to feel it. They really starting to feel it. Yeah. Then last July. When that whole place damn near sold out, you know what I'm saying? I was like, okay, DC now knows what time it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I just know that, you know, during all that time, you know, the, the sacrifice from, you know, moving from DC to Atlanta and, you know, leaving the corporate world to, you know, coming to this and you know how, how things are in this culture where everything ain't always a hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's yeah. li- I, I don't even want to say it's literally 50 50 It's all a matter of you know what you do like like what was it that you thought that that west side seen in you to put you in the position knowing that okay yo this is my man you know my man's about to basically you know be in 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 the background you know just holding it down but holding it down in such a strategic way that people haven't seen before. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, cause I, sure. I ain't going to front, man. Your game plan is wicked. Yeah, for sure. Um, what was, what did West side gun see in me? Yo, like I'll say like this, like you were saying that things are 50, 50, like yeah. let's, let's take it to a numbers thing. Like in this industry, man, like you have to like really take your emotions out of it. Yeah. And you have to under, like, well, for me, this is how I break it down. 90% of it is like smoke and mirrors. Say less. 
90% of them. 90% of people are going to bullshit you. Yep. Cat, 90% of it is cat. You know what I'm saying? And then like 5% actually do what they say they're going to do and stay silent and hold it down. And it's right? funny that you say that because everybody seems to be in tune with the 5%. <sighs> That's just how I see it. That's just how I see it. And then that last 5% actually cut the check. Indeed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for Wes, you know, it, it's for when he saw me, I had to like, like I said, a lot of my professional career is working with CEOs, CEOs coming together, being better CEOs and like the whole 360 totality of what it needs to be at the CEOs, like your hierarchy, like your, this guy, family, your business and education and social than everything else, right? right? I had to really kind of like step back into a situation where I'm used to being a de facto leader. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, like being a de facto leader, having, you know, the power to make decisions and things like that. Yeah. I had to realize West is something different. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yes, we from Buffalo. Yes, we from the same place. But I like I don't really say this publicly, but like he's one of them. Like he's like like man, they probably gonna flame me for this. But the hoes, the puffs, the babies, the slims, he's one of them. Ain't nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? And if you recognize that or not, yeah. it's up to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he's one of them. I knew that early. You know what I'm saying? I knew that early. So at like understanding that. It's like you kind of take your ego out of it and be like, okay, now it's all about, you know, the the humane things of like forming a team. Like there's a book called The Five Dysfunctions of a Team that I read in my corporate life that prepared me for this situation. Like, yo, I might have a lot of answers right here and right now, but guess what? When it comes to this Griselda thing, like, yo, Wes saw it before it anybody you know what i'm saying like when he was you know doing doing his biz sleeping on that cot when it was just him and his thoughts yeah. he saw this he knew that but you know and it takes a, a, another special type of individual to to understand that and be like okay i'm gonna come bring what i do to that vision because i know that is is full it's a foolproof vision you yeah. know what i'm saying yeah it's definitely. a foolproof vision yeah you know, I probably sounded crazy five years ago to people saying what I'm like, no, saying what it was going to be. I probably yeah. sounded crazy to people, but I knew after I met him the first time, I knew I'm like, yo, every like he's just one of the most solid individuals. And it's like, yo, it's it's unfortunate that some people just don't understand him or they yeah. look at him as a rapper because yeah. they don't really see everything that he's doing for this culture that we love so much and we hold dear and we look for somebody to come wear that cape. You know what I'm saying? It's like he here, and it's like I just hope people wake up and see, like, yo, Westside Gun is really the visionary. He's really one of those guys. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so man. for me, it was it wasn't a, it was a no brainer. You know, it wasn't everything wasn't easy because you gotta. At the end of the day, we're we're all men. You know what I'm True saying? Indeed. And the eagles of men is probably one of the most beautiful and detrimental things to society yeah. <laughs> right um, so i just watch how you know this team that he was formulating in this family culture that he was building and 
it's like, yo, it's two types of family. It's your family that you were born into and it's the family that you choose. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When you come into a West Side Guns world, you don't get to always choose your family. Nope. But those morals and that, that center of gravity is in everybody that he places in, in, in position. And for me, working with CEOs, I know that people is everything. And it's some of the most talented people within Griselda. That's why I try to express is that like, yo, we got everything in house. You know what I'm saying? Like we got yeah. everything in house and it's just working toward what we're working toward for everyone else to kind of finally see that. And I'm talking about that last 5% I mentioned earlier. Yes. When they realize that, I think they're starting to, yeah. but they don't really get it. When they realize yes, that, they will. when they realize that what we are as a collective, yes, <laughs> you already know, you already I, know where this is going to go. You know saying? But, but Wes is like a man of honor, like Benny Conway, they, yes. they have men of honor, you know what I'm saying? Honor and respect. And that's why this works so well is because this is a family knit thing, man. Like this is what they were doing before anybody knew what this was. Like I'm talking about back when, you know, if you know Cannon, if you know Two Chain Benny. Yes. You know what I'm saying? If you yes. know, like they've been they've been on this path, man. And like to see them get it like this, it's just it's an honor to just be a part of it and help help out in wherever whatever area I can help out in. You know well there's a, you know that's the reason why I you know I call you the genius because you know I got to work with you personally on, you know, more than a couple of shows and then, you know, just to see how you move back and forth and work. But then, you know, when you uh you know, when you reach out, you know, just on just a certain insight on certain things and then the build ends up turning into an hour on on some other stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you know, like I said, a genius mind is always working, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, you know, everybody is definitely enjoying the, you know, the Griselda experience. And now they know how, you know, you have a, a, a very heavy hand in what's going on because, you know, like you say, you're the ghost, you know, not many know what's going on and what you do. But, uh, you know, yeah. I thank you for taking your time out with me today to let them know what time it is. But, uh, I want to get to three, you know, artists that you do work with, you know what I'm saying, that okay. I'm personally fond of. Uh, of course, I, I don't want her to get upset with me. I don't want to pronounce her name wrong, but I, I just call her Seven. Yeah, love the genius, man. Yeah. Spell seven, seven XVE. Yes, That's Seven XVE, the genius. Yes, yeah. Seven love the genius. And then, of course, the classic, Keisha Plum. <laughs> Legendary, man. Man. She's got one of the illest pins I've ever seen in my life, man. Yeah. So, I, you know, uh, if you want to build on those first two, and then I'll bring out the the, the, the newest one that just came on, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That, for that, sure, that, for that sure. So, if you can build on Seven Love and, uh, and Keisha yeah. Plum for us. Yeah, Love the Genius, man. She's a dope art. Like, like I'm a human, so I like to like put things in like, all right, let's talk hip hop. This is how I describe Love the Genius. Um <laughs> if if Andre three thousand and Lauren Hill came together and made a love child and the babysitter or the nanny or <laughs> like yeah. let's say babysitter was Memphis Bleak. 
That's love the genius. That's, you know what love saying? that's how that's how I describe what she sound like for anybody who never heard it. It's like, yo, that in 30 seconds, that's how I'm gonna describe it to you. Yeah, and then now you can go on this journey Ill. and listen she's to what Ill. she's putting out. Yeah, she got a um she got like an additional project coming out. It's like a deluxe version because you know we in quarantine and it's like you gotta you gotta stretch it right now. So yeah. she got a deluxe deluxe version of her uh, of her recent project that she put out, which was Forgot how many songs it was, but there's an additional X amount of songs that she's okay. about. She's just putting everything together and working on everything, but that's about to drop real soon. And then I think, you know, going into like September, October, maybe top of next year, and it's going. She's gonna have like a, a big, dope, 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 dope yeah. announcement coming. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But like, she's just gifted. Like, she's just musically gifted. Um, one of those people, and she's from Buffalo. Well, I don't look at her as a female MC. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't I like her as a, that she's, term anyway. I don't. I hate that term. She I hate that, that term, term too. I hate that term. Um, yeah, she, she, she's an artist. She's an artist. You know what I'm saying? And not only is she an artist, that like she's a she's professionally she's a like a coder. Right. You know, so she does coding and interface development and UX design and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So you know, black girls who code. If y'all want to reach out reach out like we definitely we definitely yeah, got yeah. something for you okay and, and let's talk about keisha plum man because yeah, yeah, yeah. she she just drops classic verses on anything she touches she's yeah. she's she's different you know she's she's very different uh, and and her growth has been like tremendous each drop she's been on yeah and, uh just recently on you know fly god is an awesome god part two you know I even put it out there, like, I know the guys be spitting, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I give it to our brothers, they do what I do, but man, Keisha is different, man. So, you know, yeah, explain yeah. your, you know, your relationship with Keisha and what she got coming down the line as well. Yeah, yeah, my relationship with Keisha Plum has just been, you know, a genuine one because, you know, the first time I heard of her was on, you know, Hitler Wears Hermes 1. Yeah. You know, I, it's like, she's from Buffalo, but you know, we know all the same people, but I did not know her growing up. Like we didn't right. know each other growing up. We was like, you know, a few people removed, but um, I met her along this journey and, you know, we just vibe in real life. Cause you know, if you met her, you already, you already know yeah, already the vibes. Know. Like she a real one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's like somebody, she remind me of, you know, a, one of the women in my family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like just strong, matriarch <laughs> you know what i'm saying if yes. you if you if you know you know you know what yeah. I'm saying? she she a real one and it you want to be on her good side you know what i'm saying like you definitely want to be on her good side so that was always my aim but yeah. like in that we would become cool creatively she would bounce ideas off me and be like yo what you think and i'm like yo this 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 is what i'm thinking this is what i see in the climate this is what i think we should do okay we got to take the we got to get this album done give it to west like all right like let's figure out let's map this out let's do the art direction let's let's, let's make some songs let's take it to west and, and get his approval if you anybody who know west he a perfectionist you can't yeah. just come with you can't come with some oh yo this is what i'm trying to do and think he gonna be like all right, right. He, he might be like he ain't gonna he'll never crap on your dream you know what i'm saying but if it ain't lit if it ain't popping he's gonna let you go yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like he gonna yeah. let you know. No doubt. Um, so you know, she just 
enlisted me to kind of be that voice, that voice, that sounding board, that that ping to ping pong ideas back and forth, and to like structure things so we can get it to a place of bringing things to the market. You know what I'm saying? And it's very much for me, you know, a part of artist development. You know, that's all I, I've done that since I was in early college days is working with yeah. artists. You know, what I'm saying like DIY style things when it wasn't like really the coolest thing to do. Ooh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So she trusts me with her vision. She trusts me with what she's doing. And she knows that like, yo, know, if, if she sent, if she give me something, it's not like that. I'm, I'm gonna let her know. You know what I'm yeah. saying? She, and she trusts that. Everybody can't like that. You can't just tell her what you think about <laughs> what yeah, she's doing. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? Because her pen is so immaculate. So, yeah. yeah. So um, um, she's working then, on an album. She's yeah. wrapping it up. My bad. I just wanted to say she's wrapping it up. No, go ahead. Keep um, going. Keep going. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to say, you know, Keisha Plummer is working on her album. She's wrapping it up. She's always sending me stuff. I'm like, yo, this is where it's at. This is what I'm doing. So, like, she, she working. Like, she, she she really working behind the scenes and, you know, getting in where she, getting in where she fit in, but, like, understanding that her lane is, like, nobody's in her lane. So nobody. The path that she's about to, the path that she's carving out, nobody's done it. Like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't never heard no poet just step on some Derringer beats or some or some Alchemist beats or the you know the hard beats like that. Like can't nobody can't no poet just got no poets just have access like that and can do it like she she does it. You know, so it's a road less traveled. So you know we really gotta take our time with it. You know what I'm saying? Like so um album coming soon. She's she's working on it. Um she actually just sent me a, a zip yeah, file yeah, that yeah, I need yeah, to download yeah. and, and see what's in, in the it. Chat. Piece of piece of <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and um, I, I, let me see. I know Who else I'm we got? running, might be maybe the last six minutes because of this live okay, thing. Cool. But yeah. um, I want to tap in real quickly with uh, the newest one that you're working with, Mr. Boldy James. <laughs> My boy Bojack. Yeah, yes. man. Yeah. Um, Y'all know, he just put out the deluxe version of Price of Tea in China with Alchemist and it's going crazy. Crazy, yeah. Um, I don't... You know, Bodhi is somebody that I've always knew. He's from Detroit, right? Like, M told y'all, Buffalo and Detroit is like long-lost cousins. Yeah. Like the same city, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Just going back to, like, the day, the Rust Belt and everything, like, in industrial time, industrial jobs and stuff like that. Like, a lot of our grandparents migrated up to the north to get them them, them, them jobs and change the family situation and change the, fam the generational wealth situation. But Bodie is just like one of the most genuine dudes, you know what I'm saying? Like he exists in this world outside of rap. That's just like his legend precedes him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But then he'll get on the mic and talk about it in crystal cut clarity and tell you a story. Like, you know what I'm saying? It reminds yeah. me of like the Nas is when you could you just get a story. It's so vivid, it's like, yeah. yo, you were there. Like he's yeah. it sounds like he reflecting. And his yeah. music. You know, we just built the relationship because like him and Wes, you know, they've been working on something for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Like they've been working on, you know, working together and building and just on some, you know, on some real shit. They just been building and I've gotten close to Bodie through that. But I remember, you know, downloading my first chemistry set. I think it was yeah. maybe live mixtapes or that pivot. One of those, one of those yeah. sites when it was yeah. <laughs> when it was the thing. You know what I'm saying? I just remember downloading that and be like, yo, who is this? Like, yeah. like, who is this dude? And then he disappeared for a while. 
Exactly. Right? He disappeared yeah. for a while, but then, you know, as we were talking, go close, I understand why now. Because, yeah. like, like, Bojack is the real deal. He the real deal. But, um, yeah, like, we just got to form the relationship. And we just getting started, you know what I'm saying? Like, we haven't even really popped nothing off yet. But I don't, I don't know if I'm supposed to say this or not. But, shit, you get it right here. Um, you know, him and homie worked on a project. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's a collab project. But I'm saying homie had a hand in the direction of it. And it's done. And okay. It's coming. So I don't know if it got a date yet. So I don't want to misspeak. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't. I don't want that phone call. I don't want to misspeak. But I think it's coming out within the next 30, 60, 90 days. Um. I, hey, I, I thank you, man. Because I ain't gonna front. Every Sunday, somebody's always been dropping an exclusive with me, like first yeah. time ever heard. So yeah, that Versace, that man. that Versace tape. It's good. Yeah, it's gonna, be, it's gonna be a special one. Like Thanks. I listen to it every day. I wish I, I wish I might hit you offline and play you a few joints, a few yeah. of my favorites. I'm gonna hit yeah. you offline and play you a few of my favorite joints. But that Versace tape, um, Boldy James, executive produced by Westside Gun. That's that's a problem. That's what's up, man. Well, you know, DJ, I'm at. I don't know. I'm maybe probably two minutes in, maybe three minutes left. I think somebody had a question. Yeah, I got a few. Like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's rapid fire some questions. Um, well, well, I guess the question is where it was. Yeah, it was some typos. You know what I'm saying on on their part. It was just a bunch of M's. I don't know what M's means. I don't know what that means either. But I like the I like the vibe. I like the energy of what I think it means. Yeah. Okay. That's coming from the homie April, man. He's a he's a New York City ball out there, playground legend. You know, he tapped in. Me and the homie used to uh he used to come to my reggae fest parties a lot in New York City. You know what I'm saying? So that was him asking the question. But uh, D Jack, you know, I I know you got to deal with uh the homie's birthday tomorrow and some other things that you're dealing with. I really wanted to thank you for, uh, you know, just taking the time out with me this Sunday, you know what I'm saying, to for sure. to build with me and let the people know what time it is. All right. No doubt, bro. Like, I, I appreciate you having me on and, again, using your platform to shine light on, you know, the people making things happen and, and, and doing dope things. Um, like, a lot of people know, I turn, like, I've turned down interviews. It might be one or two out there, yeah. you know what I'm saying, but I don't really do interviews because... You know, I feel like even though I've been at it for so long, I feel like it's just now starting to pop off. And, you know, I got a lot of work to do. It's a lot of people that I look up to. It's a lot of, you know, things that I aspire to. And I feel like I, I'm just now scratching the surface of it. So it's like I'm not about to come talk you to death. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just let the work speak. Honestly, that's just my vibe. The work is definitely speaking, man. And, you know, like, again, thank you, man, for just, you know, taking the time out. I know we're going to, after we get out of here, we're going to build on this. I'm going to use the last 30 seconds to tell everybody what's up for next Sunday. But again, yo, no, my bad. Not to hijack your last 30 seconds. Yeah, but man. I see my man, boy Gold Jack. Coast talking about what's up with his jersey <laughs> mad times. And that's the homie. You know what I'm saying? I met him through you. Good, solid yes. brother. And I love what he's doing on this platform. Yes. Listen, I think Wes got a post on his Instagram that these is dropping. They all one-to-ones. These jerseys is dropping tomorrow, I think. Yes. If I'm not mistaken, but go to Westside Gun page and see the drop info and make sure you get you one. They all one to one pieces. Don't hit my phone. Just go cop. 
Listen. <laughs> you know All right, what that's what it is. Yo, we got five seconds left. No, he dropped some gems for y'all. He's got some new music. Y'all make sure you, you know, follow him and support him and everything he do. And again, thank you so much for uh, tuning in with me today. And thank you so much for your support. Again, I'll see y'all next Sunday. Other than that, man, y'all be easy. Y'all be peace. I miss Savitore, make you a lot. Been taking three flavors. Shoot the nigga now, we'll speak later.